Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Are you Hello, Sacramento! How you doing? Uh, what's up, Zach? Isaac, what's up, buddy? You alive over there? A little bit, a little bit, you know. You, you, you need to, like, be louder, bro. Be louder? Yeah, there you go. Now, now people <clears> can hear <throat> you. Alright, alright, alright. You, you, you need to get some fortitude. I know, I know you're fortitude. the youngest member on this show... Uh, I know you probably haven't hit puberty yet, but, um, yeah, we need to, uh, well, actually, I just thought of a great, of a great precursor into one of the stories, uh, maybe you ever thought about jumping off the roof and, you know, making, the the dude, your little boys fall down even sooner? What? What? Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> you know. Letting the, the the boys dangle, you know. Get get some manhood. Get some get some bass in your voice. They dangle. That's what you sound like. You sound like Beaker. Yeah, you're. Anyways, all right. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's just. Uh, me and the Isaacsers tonight, uh, Ryan and Jack couldn't make it, and Pinky is on a sabbatical for the time being. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot more music tonight. I just, we wanted to actually come out and, you know, talk for a little bit. There's a few stories we're going to do, uh, but we're going to play more music with tonight's event uh, of the show, but, you know... One thing I wanted to talk about is because, you know, last week we didn't have a show. There was a lot of things going on within the staff. And uh, tonight's show is uh, unofficially sponsored by Aldalberto's. And, uh, yeah. Why? why? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to sneak a bite of his burrito. Um, and he he's just making a bunch of noise in the microphone. <laughs> kids anyways so what i wanted to do is i wanted to talk for a second you know that's all i ever do is talk which is kind of funny because you know i i I made a post on my personal page on facebook about mostly what everything i talked about last week on the show uh but there was some stuff you know we were i was trying to dive into like a serious moment and jack was trying to you know bring some levity to the situation but there were times when i was trying to seriously make a uh, a Dr. Phil heartfelt conversation and, you know, kind of got derailed a little bit. So, you know, next week we're going to talk, re- re- re-bring up the subject and everything, you know, just so I can get five minutes of, you know, just good conversation going. Uh, I will be posting another rant slash 
therapeutic session on my page because like I thought, you know, there was a lot of people who listened to the show or saw my post and they were all, oh, you're just looking for attention. I'm like, how am I looking for attention when I'm just trying to voice how I'm feeling? Like, I'm not really, you know, trying to, like I even said at the end of my post, you know, I'm ashamed of admitting that I, you know, I was trying stupid things and, you know, I wanted things to happen because I just, the depression and, you know, I never understood really until now in my life how fully hard depression really is and like how it really is a mental health issue and that if you just get that in that mindset and the darkness, it just lets, just takes over you. And I'm not saying right now, right now I'm actually in a really good point in my mind, in my thought process of moving forward in my life right now and there is a lot of positive things that happened to me this week that you know kind of changes aspects in my life to for the good and I'm trying to ride that natural high you know not get caught up in the, the depression again but I know it's gonna happen because this next month is gonna be really hard because it'll mark one year on May 21st that I lost my mother. Mm. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm not going to fall back into a depression state. But I can say for sure that I'm not going to try anything stupid. I can say for sure that I'm going to try to focus on the good that I have in my life. And, you know, that whole stigma of people just looking for attention because they're voicing how they feel and you know like I said I I knew that was going to happen because that's just what our mentality is these days like society wants to just tear people down instead of build them up you know it's the same thing of when people make mistakes people just want to villainize somebody they want somebody to attack they don't want to ever hear about the comeback story You know, in the 90s, 80s, it was always about, oh, what's the comeback story? You know, somebody went down to the bottom trenches, but they made it back up to the top. And and with society's mindset, with cancel culture, and just, you know... cancel culture got out of control. It's still getting out of control. You want to speak up there, son? I mean... Yeah, no, actually, low-key, I really do, because... uh, You want to, you know, actually voice an opinion on something? Yeah, no. Uh, the cancel culture, the whole hell. Problem- even Kelly Osbourne basically just said blank cancel culture, like in a new article or whatever was released. Or I think it was on or Live Wire or whatever those websites were talking about it. We shared it on our page, uh, Facebook backslash The Distorted Nation. If you want to check it out. Well, they're just trying to fight. Like I, society nowadays in general. Everyone realistically is trying to find some way to, I feel like, be relevant with this whole, you know, the whole social media thing. Because that's social justice warriors. Yeah, they 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 want to make themselves into a warrior. Oh, I'm fighting for a cause. Yeah. But do you know the whole story of why you're fighting? Yeah. Like, do you know every little aspect of every little detail? Because I guarantee, it's not black and white. Nope. It, there, there's so many levels of gray in between everybody's story. And one thing that I've come to learn that your past doesn't define you. What you do tomorrow will define you. 
What you do right now in the moment will define you. What you did in the past is just that. It's the past. You can either learn from it, move on from it, or wallow in it and just keep swimming in that trench. But if you can take that, turn it into a learning experience, realize that that's not who you are, that's not who you want to be, then build yourself back. Like, we want to hear your stories. Tell us your stories of a comeback. Let us know either you had a drug problem, you were like, you know, you thought one way and everyone was against you or something, yeah. or whatever the situation is. You want us to tell your story, email us at distortednation at distortednationradio.com or text us 916-692-9965. Call us, leave us a voicemail. Um, write us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Let us know your comeback story. I, I hope someone out there does take this time and wants to share their story of a comeback. You know, when somebody has, you know, even a, a drug issue, like, and they get themselves clean, they get themselves sober, they get themselves out of that depression mode where they think they need that drug, that fix to, to get that high, to change their mental state. What's going on in their lives that got them to that point? You know, why? I mean, yeah, okay, sometimes it's just a chemical addiction, you know, if, oh, I tried Coke, oh, I need it all the time now, you know, but they actually are strong enough to, you know, kick that habit to the curb. No, Jack, not the baby. Uh, <laughs> um, we want to hear your stories. We want to be a show that politicizes, like, or I don't know if I said that right, but like, broadcasts out there the positive in the world because there's just so much negative and hate and it, it's not even worth to you know continue to build on to that hate because all mm -hmm. you're doing is bringing yourself down when you do that and you know we want to share the positive because there are some positives like take it from me like i said i want this show to be one of my therapeutical like like i said i think i made that word last year last week or the week before that you know my outlet to use this to voice my opinion because i've had this show for umpteen years and i've never you know we've done a lot of dick and fart jokes you know we talked about richard and you know it's just i want it to be more than that i want us to actually be a real show and yeah we're still going to talk about stupid florida stories and do all these things but we're going to actually have some fun with some games some trivia stuff going on we actually got some warshack tests like sheets and we're gonna you know hold them up and, and see what you know maybe we'll do one tonight just me and isaac because it's just me and me and the kid here mm. and uh you know we're like i said we're gonna read a couple stories but we're going to play more music for you tonight and maybe we'll bust out one of the one of the things and be like oh i see this or whatever um, but we're going to have some fun. We we're now that California is opening back up June 15th, I believe is still the actual date to where everything can open up to full capacity. Mm. Yes. You still have to wear a stupid mask and most places at events, if it's going to be full capacity inside, they're going to make it to where you have to show your vaccination card. In fact, they even said that even court now they're going to start making it to where you have to have your vaccination card to go to court. Okay, now, see, 
this is lo- that, that's one thing that's getting me irritated too that whole thing oh you need that to travel like at some point I understand that but, but I mean it's it's <clears throat> it's funny because the government's like oh you don't have to get the vaccination but then they're you know out there pushing that all these places say hey you have to have a vaccination card to get in that's how you that's how you can open back up we'll give you permission to open back up to full capacity to make all the money that you've been missing out on the last year if you say to everybody hey you come in but you have to show your vaccination card it's it's just really like jack's jack facts okay yeah. uh his you know uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm trying to think of it uh, brain fart right on air uh his uh conspiracy theory that you know the government you know behind all this stuff that's what they're forcing you to do that's their way of you know making everyone get this vaccination and sadly we talked about it unless somebody else out there hits us up with uh, some false cards you know some uh fake vaccination cards uh we will obviously keep your identity a secret uh we'll go to jail for that you know yeah. power to the people <laughs> um fight the man uh we i sadly will have to end up getting the vaccination because we're going to be covering events we're going to be going out to concerts and they're going to require that yeah we'll see but so is, i i don't personally want to get it and, and i can't actually really get it i was uh because of your immune deficiencies and all that yeah pretty much because realistically the celiac you know the the condition i have it deteriorated my immune system and i got sick with pneumonia and uh rsv respiratory system virus it's common but the thing was i was young and it would it progressed you still are young but no (laughs) younger like you know what i mean but like legit uh this whole left lung was filled with mucus because it just could I couldn't get it all out like it was just the buildup that's how bad the respiratory you know virus was and that's what you know made me finicky about like the COVID shot at first because that's a strain everyone knows the, sh- the vaccine is literally just the strain of the actual virus mm-hmm. but to help you fight it off so yeah, when you do get, you get it, it you're already exposed to it so your body's already building antibodies for that yeah. for that uh, strain but i just don't think my antibodies would be able to do it because i've been seeing you know yeah see- you are kind of a weakling <laughs> oh, ah jeez uh i do jeez rick <laughs> way to be there um yeah so so, I mean, that's, that's another thing, too. I wonder if, like, there's going to be, if you can get a doctor's note saying that you can't get the vaccine because of a medical issue. And if you bring that doctor's note, they'll that's let you was, into uh, the events and be able to still participate in the normalcy of what life will be post-COVID, you know, moving forward in a world with COVID. I guess it's really not ever post because, it's you know, we're stuck with it for now on. Um, you know, can you have a doctor's note saying that your immune system won't handle it, so you're exempt from having to get the vaccine? And if so, can you get a card stating that, so that way you can show that and still get in? Because if not, that's denying you your civil liberties to actually live and go out and do things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Like, uh, I'm and, pretty sure there's other people. Sorry, oh, yeah, there's plenty right. of people out there. Yeah, who have, like, the same problem as me. Like, they obviously will be in any... Four foot nothing of, and scrawny as a stick. I'm not even four foot. <laughs> but, you know... They, no, I, yeah, they we get it. In worse health than me. Like, you gotta think about it, too. People who possibly, uh, uh, you know... Maybe they were terminally ill. Maybe they had, you know... And they, their body just can't... They have cancer. They're, they're doing chemo and that's the radiation. They're not going to be able to get the vaccine. Who Which knows? is like, that's messed up. So you're... In a way, that technically would be a, a type of discrimination. Oh, because... You can't physically you, take something in order to collaborate to, with yeah. life and everyone else and ha- cohabitate with everyone. Yeah. Anyways, alright, so we, yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, you know, we're, we'll get real on you. Um, get hardcore. Real. Uh, but, I don't I don't know. You know, there's a lot of stuff we're going to be working on with the show, and, like I said, I want to voice my opinions, be vocal about things, and use this as a therapeutical outlet. And, yeah, you know, honestly, after making that post on my page... It did feel good because the main reasoning I was doing it, it wasn't just for me to voice my feelings and emotions and tell everyone that I've been going through and fighting off the loneliness, the depression, the darkness that I call it, that I'm also trying to show some people that I really care about that in life, when you are down and out, you are at your lowest low. It is okay to reach out and talk to people. To It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to see a therapist. It is okay to talk to a friend. To make a post. To have someone contact you and give you that outlet that you need to talk about what's going on in life. To know that you're not doing it all alone. No, not one person in this world is going through something that no one else has gone through. Everyone in this world will have, not everyone, but like most people in this world will overlap and have already gone through the same thing you're going through. Like, there's so many people in this world, there's no way that you're the only person that went through that issue. And you shouldn't have to be that only person. And you shouldn't have to bear it on your own. Because in this world, we are not alone. We're all in it together. We're all dealing with this crappy COVID crap, you know? And you're all stuck listening to us on 96.5 FM right here in Sacramento. Or on Distorted Nation Radio, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, all those mediums. Like, if you're listening to us, we're all together. So just remember that. And uh, we're going to jump into some music. I gotta stop saying that! Anyways, uh, we're going to go out on some music. And uh, you're listening to Distorted Nation. 96.5 FM. K-U-B-U. Oh, hey, you got that part. Yeah, you took on the K-U-B part and got it down. All right, that's where you could be you. And if Jack was here, I could be me! (laughs) Yeah, the voice of Sacramento. Dang, I can't scream like that. With all I have to say I don't want to take another breath That's pushing you away 
It's cold like a tidal wave Crashing in the night for so long So long, so long Hey, what's going on, folks? This is C-Core and... I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, because we got to pay some bills. So listen up with your little ear holes, because we got some commercials for you. All right, first up, we got Hellraiser Clothing. Are you rowdy, unruly, and troublesome? Then Hellraiser.com is where you need to shop. Hellraiser.com. H-E-L-L-R-Z-Z-R. Check it out, the latest shirt designs and outerwear with a little innerwear for the ladies. All right, check out Hellraiser Clothing. Next up, we got to talk about Aston Microphones. Are you a singer? Are you a radio host? A podcaster? Maybe you just like to sit there and record yourself talking for no reason. Nobody's listening. Is there? Are you? Hello? Anyways, you want to sound smooth and sexy. Just like an Aston Microphone. That's right, folks. AstonMikes.com. Check them out and sound professional. Alright, lastly, we gotta talk about Blacklight VIP. Yo, you, sitting on your couch, listening to this stupid show, are you tired of just sitting around on a Friday or Saturday night, not knowing what to do? Well then go check out BlacklightVIP.com. That's right, Sacramento. Blacklight VIP is your number one stop shop to find out what's going on. Bars, dance clubs, happy hours and all events in Sacramento. Now let's get back to the show. Sacramento, we're back. So, <clears throat> you know, maybe maybe that's why no one's here tonight. Maybe because I took it real. We're not just, you know, digging for jokes <clears throat> and burping on air. Maybe maybe that scared Jack and Ryan that they, they took off. They ran for the hills. Is that, you know, I might have them open up about something. Anyways. So... Oh no! Uh, I feel like no. Jack would get a little too much in depth about it. Like, no, nah, he'll he'll be back next week. He he's feeling underneath the weather. Um, he it's not COVID. Calm down. And uh, Ryan, she's still been dealing with some stuff, uh, personal things. But she'll be back next week, as far as I'm told. And Pinky's going through stuff too. You know, it's we all have a time in life, even though. It kind of sucks, because, you know, we all just formed, like, five majestical lions coming together to form one giant robot to save the universe. Mm-hmm. You know? And then all of a sudden, the next couple shows, after we have an awesome night, it's like, oh, well, we only have certain people here, or we don't do a show at all. Hey, whoa, what do you know? But we'll get back to that full table here. Have a... You know, Voltron will form again. Don't worry. The Paladins will be back to fight for the galaxy's honor. No, no, no. Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers? No, yeah, well, you know, we've... Go, go, Power Rangers! 
bro. I used to watch that with my brother. I remember you know, that. we've I've actually interviewed uh, Jason David Frank. And no, really? Yeah. You, how are you a part of the show and didn't know Distortionation did an interview with the Green Ranger? That's dope. And I'm probably not supposed to say this on air, but I actually have his home phone number. No, it was sent in an email that it shouldn't have been sent in, but I have it. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> uh, but no, he actually called me, and we did it over the phone interview when the Fandemic Con mm. came to Sacramento, okay. and we were promoting Fandemic, and then uh, Wizard World, uh, and Sac Anime, and a couple of those I got to meet. Um, or Stockton Con, I got to meet, you know, the Black Ranger, um, uh, Walter Jones, the original Mastodon. Uh, I got to meet Rocky. Um, yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, Rocky's right there, that, that photo over there on the wall. Anyways. So, yeah, so, yeah, Power Rangers. I mean, I'd be cool with that, but I, I, I'm more, probably more into Voltron right now. Just saying. Wink, wink. Mm. Nudge, nudge. Hey, hey. What's up? JJ. Anyways, uh, speaking of which, uh, I might as well just do the shameless shout-out right now. And uh, the shout-out is a question for everybody out there in Sacramento. Is it still winner, winner, chicken dinner if you have chicken every night for dinner anyways? And if you love chicken, then the answer is yes. I'm just saying. Heads up, JJ. Anyways... Uh, alright, so we got a couple stories we're gonna do, then we gotta, you know, say goodbye to some people. Um, let's talk about, uh, what do you got over there? Let's, let's go with yours first. Armed McDonald's robber demanded nuggets but fled with McMuffin as it was 7 a.m. They don't got the nuggets that early in the morning, brah. Hungry Rudy Batten, 22, was told by terrified staff that they could only offer him a double sausage McMuffin as he held an imitation gun to head of, oh, to the head of the store manager. Dang. <clears throat> so he held a, a fake gun to the store manager's head asking for nuggets, but instead he, they gave him a McMuffin. That'd make me bad, too. No. <laughs> uh, I'd just be like, if I'm holding the gun to your head, the deep fryer's still that's on. That's what I'm saying. They're like, making look, hash browns. You could throw the damn nuggets in there out of the freezer and just throw them in the deep fryer. I'm sorry. If, if somebody comes in to rob me just for nuggets, like, they're not, you know, yeah, trying to kill anybody. they're to shoot you. But they're threatening to shoot me. I'd be like, dude, what do you want? You want me to make pancakes? You want me to... To make you a, a, a Whopper? I'll make you a Whopper. Like, I know that's a different restaurant, but I'll still make it. <laughs> still like, you want crepes? It. You want a steak? I'll make you a steak you come in holding the gun to my head. I mean, like, I... <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I don't get that either. Like, that's how hardcore McDonald's is like, uh, we're only serving breakfast... Uh, you can't order anything off the menu until later today. Literally come back and rob us. Lives. Come ro back and rob us at 9.30 in the morning when we're done making breakfast. Excuse me, sir. If you could just remove the gun from my head at this hour in time, if you come back the, the, the next day and a little bit later, you for sure get your nuggets. But in the meantime... <clears throat> we're just going to give you a McMuffin. And I'm just probably like... make you more mad. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I, I like I said, I would. You want a pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'll make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Where's the bananas in the peanut butter jelly sandwich? Sir, you didn't say bananas. I said put the bananas right now. Like, yeah, whatever, bro. I'll make whatever you want. Just saying. But, I mean, maybe he could tell it was a fail, false gun. And they were just like, uh, dude, that has a red tip. Um, or an orange tip. And uh, we know that's a, you know, BB gun or airsoft gun. We want to hear something crazy about that, actually. Uh, I seen a, a picture not too long ago. And it was real. And it was a confiscated... Um, AR-15, an AR-15, painted like a Nerf gun, and it was weird, too, because um, I had the specific Nerf model that I could tell the person who painted it wanted it to look like that gun, and it really did. At that point, it almost looked like the same exact thing. So they can sneak it around and actually yeah, get away it, with it having it. pretty crazy, too, because, like, it, orange tip, everything, the only thing that you could kind of tell that was different is... If you were up close, you can tell the difference between, you know, plastic material and metallic material. But at the same time, it's still like, how are you going to know from afar? Imagine if that person, you know, was in public anywhere with that. That that would be considered, oh, they're just having a nerf war. And then once you hear the bullets coming, that's even just, that that's just like dangerous at that point. Anyone with that kind of talent is pretty much one of the most dangerous people that needs to be put away like okay (laughs) that's uh isaac thoughts hey no but for real though i'm just saying you never know nowadays that probably could become more common just making it uh look more and more like a toy any weapon all right what what you got one more over there let's let's just run let's just burn through your stories okay and then we're gonna jump in play some music uh, the rest of the evening. (laughs) A woman recently found out she was a wanted felon for not returning a rented VHS tape. A VHS? Do you even know what that is, kid? I actually do. I had a TV, uh, a box, a tiny box. A box? (laughs) No, a a box TV. A tube TV is what it's called. Not a box. A tube but yeah it was uh, a <laughs> yeah the giant square thing that used to hold the picture <laughs> pretty much the the little the uh, the VHS when you put it in yeah i remember that the uh, big plastic rectangle that had the yes. two spirally holes it's literally pretty much a cassette but it's for <laughs> movies like legit anyone cannot the kid not say it's pretty much a cassette for movies like that's literally what it is i don't know why they call it a VHS like, it's still a tape no. VHS tape. Yeah. So, because it's the t- ribbon tape, just like a cassette tape. It's still a tape. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's okay. Calm, calm down there. No, it's weird. Calm down there, Xenial. <laughs> you get points for at least knowing what it is. He said you get points for knowing what it is. But you never had the struggle of having to remember to unwind it before taking it back oh, no, to I, the... Oh, no, I remember that. Did yeah. you didn't have movie rental places back when you were a kid? You know, I, okay, so it's Blockbuster, right? Uh, mm-hmm, it what, was Blockbuster in Hollywood Video. Honestly, how old was I? See, I think I, I was at least... You were like, probably like five or 
Not ten when they when they started going out of business. Out of business. But at that point, they already switched over to DVDs only and Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were on the VHSs were like on the for sale shelves. Like, let's get rid of these or the destroy. Like I remember, I used to work at Blockbuster. That was mm. my third job I ever had, and I loved that job, and uh, I miss it. It was fun. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, you get kudo points for that. But anyways, what about the tape? So she she rented this VHS and didn't know she she kept it. Or she knew she kept it, and she just now she's a felon. Apparently, yeah. Because you, what happened used what used to happen is if you didn't uh, rewind them, you used to get fined. Like they'd get. Wait, wait, wait! If you didn't rewind when you when you returned the movie, if you didn't rewind it before returning it, they'd charge you like an extra dollar. Oh, that's not bad, but that's really. Mm -hmm. They're that petty. Yeah, because that made the next person or them have to rewind it. So See, it was just courtesy. Sense, at the same time, you never saw the movie "Be Kind Rewind." Yeah, no, wait. What? Jack Black. Oh, come on! You need to watch that movie. There's a lot of movies you need to watch, kid. I think we're gonna start. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I think we're gonna bring back "Cut the Reel." I may have to change the name. I don't know if I still have the rights to that name or mm. if. See what if you do is Strapped Cast still has that. We can do a movie review segment here on Distorted Nation. But uh, what? What's your mm -hmm. problem? Excuse me. <laughs> wow. All right. You know, on that note, uh, so basically, yeah, she kept this movie. Two two decades later, finds out that she has a felony, uh, like, was it a bench warrant or something? Like a warrant out for her arrest that she never knew about uh, because she never returned the movie. And it doesn't say what movie it was, does it? Okay, let's see. The first, okay, a Texas woman just found out about a decades-old felony charge against her all over a rented VHS tape taken out in her name and never returned. The first thing she told me was felony embezzlement. So, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Karen McBride told... Her name was Karen, so not that. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, K-O-K-H-T-V that she found out she was wanted a wanted felon over a VHS tape of Sabrina, the teenage... W <laughs> oh, wow. wow. That must have been the Melissa Joan Hart version. That was rented in unreturned at a Norman, Oklahoma movie rental shop in 2000. The business closed in 2008. McBride told the TV station that she's never even watched Sabrina, the teenage witch. <clears throat> Anyways... That might maybe someone just rented it out underneath her name, like took it and then rented it. I mean, <laughs> it was funny is like I have had my same phone number since I was a senior in high school. Wow. Okay, and yet somebody has my phone number in the Rue Twenty One clothing store system underneath their account. What? Yeah. So when you go in to give the discount or whatever, uh, it. Someone has my phone number listed in their account, even though I've had the same number since I was a senior in high school. That's a long time ago, people. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's uh, let's say goodbye to some people. You know, we we gotta all the all the celebrities and whatnots. You were good, kid. Real good. Remember, kid. There's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. 
Follow your heart, kid. Never go wrong. Right up! So this week we got a we got a well we got we got some a list here. All right, let's just jump into it. Um, Michael Collins passed away uh, April twenty eighth. He passed away at the age of ninety. He was the NASA astronaut on Apollo eleven mission. You know that movie with uh, Tom Hanks? No, I've never seen that. Actually, <clears throat> uh, was an astronaut whose most prominent journey was flying the Apollo 11 command module, the same mission that brought Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin to the moon. He was the guy that stayed on the space shuttle and circled around the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm just going to drop the kids off and they'll circle around and come back later. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yes, he passed away. Then Charlie Glotzbach. That's a hard name to say. Glassbach. Uh, passed away April 23rd. Uh, he passed away at the age of 82 in his home in Jefferson, Indiana. He was a NASCAR driver. NASCAR! Yeah! Another left turn! And we're going to make another left turn. NASCAR! Yeah! We drive so fast in a circle. Yeah! Interjerbs! Uh, let's see... Uh, Glotzberg began racing NASCAR in 1960, though he left NASCAR after his debut year race with the ARCA and USAC uh, in 1964, became ARCA's Rookie of the Year, Glotzberg. Um, returned to NASCAR in 1967, and his speed major races earned him the nickname. Uh, in 1969... He was the runner-up in Daytona 500 in the 1972. Uh, let's see. We have Monty Hellman. I just I had to add this one in there because I just want to get away with saying this. Uh, he passed away April 20th at the age of 91. And uh, he was a director whose cult classics film included uh, Tulane Blacktop, Cockfighter, <laughs> yes, Rooster Fighter, um, uh, Iguana, and Road to Nowhere. Uh, he also had several action scenes that he directed in RoboCop, and he was executive producer in Reservoir Dogs. So he's 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 did some some big things in the movie industry. Uh, then we have Shock G. This might sound familiar, because Shock G passed away April 22nd at the age of 57. He was the front man for the Digital Underground. Hip-hop group Digital Underground, whose hits included the Humpty Dance. Do the Humpty Dance. You know that song? Yeah? No? Okay. A little bit. Uh, Well-known under the uh, different alter ego, uh, 1990, when the Humpty Dance shot uh, to up to the charts, uh, rapping as Humpty Hump. Wearing a large fake nose and Shock G, thought the world danced name after his alter ego. Hmm. Let's see here. Then we have uh, Les McCowan. Uh, he was the lead singer of the Bay City Rollers. My mom used to like the Bay City Rollers when she was younger. I still have a bunch of their records, actually. 
Uh, let's see here. April 20th, uh, passed away at the age of 65. Um, he was the lead singer for the Scottish band, the Bay City Rollers, who had hits including in the 1970s, including Saturday Night and Money Honey. Uh, let's see here. The Bay City Rollers in 1973, when he was still a teenager, several years after pop rock band was formed, just as they were beginning to break through the chart success in the UK. Then we have Joe Long. He was the... We have... Okay, breaking news. We have a death in the Four Seasons. No, not the hotel. The band. Uh, Joe Long, the bassist for the Four Seasons. He passed away on April 21st at the age of 88. He actually died of complications due to COVID-19. A New Jersey native, like the rest of the Four Seasons, Long was classically trained, learned to play double bass. Uh, he later switched to electric bass, and he played with local bands um, before the uh, Four Seasons in 1965, uh, including uh, About Me, Can't Take My Eyes Off You, uh, Common, Come On Marion, uh, Who Loves You, and a huge long list of songs by... The four seasons so on that note folks we're gonna wrap it up here we're gonna play more music the rest of the evening thank you for tuning in uh, I think we're gonna do the top five a little bit later and then just play more music throughout the evening we'll be back next week hopefully with a full action-packed show who knows we'll talk about what's going on in our lives by then and just want to thank you for joining us on distorted nation 96.5 FM KUBU Where you can be you The voice of Sacramento Uh oh Guess what day it is Guess what day it is Huh? Anybody? Party time Excellent Hey, Sacramento! Booyah! Good evening, Sacramento. Oh, Isaac, you're up close to the microphone for once. What do you know? Oh, yeah, you know, just leave. Oh, in. oh, okay, yeah. Now you're all quiet again. <laughs> must, must be because of that. He decide uh, that old football injury. Shoot, <laughs> I'd rather a football injury. Yeah, because then it'd be more manly than you saying, "Oh, I stepped on a nail." <laughs> hey, I was a rusty nail. <laughs> it was a Victorian house from in Woodland from like eighteen something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, history kicked Isaac's ass. It's okay. We can say ass because it's a donkey. Donkey. Donker. Donkey. Shame. In the morning, we'll make waffles. Mm. A swamp donkey. <laughs> Ah, any hooskies. Oh, talk about swamp donkeys. We got our, our president, Joe Biden. <laughs> he, okay. Uh, what, what, okay, hang on. Are we jumping into Jack Facts? Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. Jack's tinfoil hat. Here we go. 
No, there's no tinfoil hat. That's only for aliens. So they don't read your mind. Right. No, it, it encompasses all conspiratorial well, things. No, this ain't conspiracy. conspiracy. Joe Biden is going to waive uh, a patent uh, for the coronavirus so uh, so everyone can manufacture it. He's going to waive the patent from uh, Pfizer and, uh, and Johnson Johnson and pretty much seize... What I, wait, wait, there's Madeira too, right? There's yeah, three. but he's going to seize their patents and give it away. I don't think he can do that, can he? Uh <laughs> We're in the United States of China now. Of course, intellectual rights. I mean, dude. It's Why, so more people can create something that could possibly kill you in 10 years? Dude, he, he is the dumbest Indeed. president we've ever had. I, I said he was going to be equally uh, as dumb as George Bush, but no, he's worse. He's way worse. He's the, du- he's the dummy of the dummies. I mean, like... Uh, so he would be Jim Carrey or he would be... Um, the other guy. Except, you know what? He is a protected... At, he is protected. Like, he... Uh, hey, hey, let's try to go this show without cursing. He, can we just yeah, do that? Yeah. I'm going to throw that out now. Joe Biden can break any law he wants, and they will never, ever indict him for anything. It, actually, they'll go after whoever's trying to indict him, and they'll frame him. That's how protected he is. He's It's, like, just as bad as Hillary Clinton. He has the free reign to totally screw us over, and, and uh, the powers that be are all about it true yeah yeah <laughs> uh, y- y- well okay he's talking about vaccinating children and he lets fauci run with it fauci says we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna uh vaccinate children from uh like 15 to 12 and then we're gonna go from 12 to 8 and then we're gonna go from 8 to uh to 4 i'm like he's not gonna keep going and then we'll go to four to two six months so i was like T- Fauci's talking about uh, right out of the womb getting COVID vaccines. Like, oh my God! Like this has gone. We've gone into the twilight zone. Kids aren't even affected by this stuff. The, the kids shouldn't even be. Nobody should be vaccinated for this stuff except for the uh, people that get sick from it. Like you know, people with, um, you know, uh, already have illnesses or the, or the elderly or whatever. They're the only people who need to be vaccinated. Everyone else should just get it and get it over with and have the antibodies that are stronger than the vaccine. Ooh. Wouldn't that be something? I honestly... Okay, so... I'm gonna jump into... I don't know. It's funny, because the other night I had a family dinner and politics and all this crap came up and I'm just like... Can't we just enjoy a nice evening? Why does it have to, you know, come into this debate? Because it's red hot right now. Honestly, Jack, you and my grandmother would get along so great. Yeah. She watches a lot of Fox News. Um, <laughs> I, I, I watch a lot more than Fox News. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, but I... You Fox know, News is still authoritarian. They're not They're not allowed to say that, uh, that the, the, uh, the election was... Uh, was stolen they're not allowed to say it and it's obvious they, there's a lot of there's a lot of toxic to, uh, there's a lot of topics that fox you can tell have to skip over because they're not allowed to talk talk about that because the cia controls what the hell is allowed to be on the mainstream news or not that's how they that's why they got rid of alex jones not because he was lying not because he was 
putting out false information because his information was dead on. And they were like, oh, hell no. InfoWars has to go at any means possible. Same with thing with Donald Trump. They just they just banned Donald Trump off uh, Facebook. For what reason? Because they're scared as hell of him. Because he still ain't going away. And everybody still wants him to just come right back. Because the because everyone voted for him. Not, not that old, creepy, child-touching guy, Joe Biden. And it's hooker... Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. We gotta throw some allegedly's out there. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah but not allegedly his his uh wrong. his his VP slept her way to the top. She she uh she she and she was uh the mayor of New York's not not New York, uh San Francisco's mistress. That's how she became a prosecutor and that's how she's where she's at. She, oh, I thought you said prostitute. No, okay, yeah, well pretty much. <laughs> Honestly, pretty much there's Kamala Harris in a nutshell. Except that would give her too much street cred to be an actual prostitute. She doesn't deserve that. And she pretends to be African-American all day long, but she's not. She's Indian, Jamaican, not even well, from the hood ever. she's a prostitute. She's not, yeah, she, 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 she would get some cool points, you know? Like, she got no cool points. That technically, no. She lies about, she pretends to, like, come from, like, you know, the hood, but she's definitely not from the hood. Both her parents are, like, are like professors at Sounds universities. Like yeah, she she and she whines and cries about about oh you know uh it it you know injustice social injustice is like you you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth you freaking hooker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like don't All be right. crying. Joe Biden's the reason why I had to ride the bus. Segregated from everyone. It's like, shut up! You didn't ride the bus, bitch. You, your your mom had a BMW. You rode the you rode the Beamer to the freaking uh, six to... years old with your own Corvette. Yeah, come on. Okay, I, I, are you good with your rant now? Yeah. Or is yeah, there yeah. more you want to touch on? Uh, I don't know. Everybody knows the camel is a hooker. I mean, that's not that's, <laughs> that's a given. Uh, okay, allegedly. As we all get black bagged now in the studio. <laughs> oh, we're shut down, just like Joe Rogan. Did you he hear about get, that? No, he didn't get shut down, did he? Uh, no did way. He because of his, uh, his, well, okay, because of his vaccination topics and him asking questions, people are blacklisting him and attacking him and are calling you sh- for... Are you kidding me? Really? No. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's ridiculous. All because he asked a question. If you re-listen to it, everything, it was all because he asked a question. Why? Because he wanted to know why would why would you have to wear masks after you've been vaccinated? I, oh, the whole crap is stupid. This is why, honestly, yeah, it's okay from time to time that we jump into politics and talk about some real stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I just want us to be an escape from all the crap going on in the world. You know, like, there's just so much... Okay, so the greatest... Okay, so so, so my greatest ending to the conversation that I had at this family function during the week was... Okay, we just spent 45 minutes of conversation that none of us are going to get back. Okay? And or we leave this table in this conversation and, and, and go back to the real world, nothing changed... We're all still getting, you know, rammed up the rear with a cactus by our government. And and nothing's going to happen just because, you know, we have all these great ideas at this table. But it's not going to change a damn thing. I don't know. You know what? And, 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 
you know, somebody else brought up the fact that, you know, bringing up uh, and talking about uh, term limits in Congress and Senate and all these things so these people, you know, aren't necessarily there for 30-something years and all the same crap is happening, you know. And I, you know how I retorted that whole conversation? The fact is, it's never going to happen. Why? It's the same thing of being in high school or college or whatever and the teacher says, hey, I'm going to grade this test on a curve. And if everyone just signed their name and turned in the papers without answering one damn question, everyone would get an A. That's how society is. There's always going to be one stupid Karen out there that has to write, oh, I'm just going to put two on the answer, number one, you know, whatever answer, like put an answer on there and then freaking screw everybody else over because that's just how society is. That or they're lazy. They won't even show up to take the test. So, you know, that name doesn't get written on there and that's, you know, also ruins the curve. And it, there's just... It, it, it's the definition of insanity because it's not going to change. Yeah, but but we're, we're living in insanity. I understand that. That's what I'm talking about. It's not going to change. The fact that we're all sitting here, oh, well, the government needs to do this. Oh, this needs to happen. This It's never going to happen. No, because it, the starts, people that- it starts with us. Yeah, that's the thing you can say yeah that's the thing okay but how many other shows have probably already had this same conversation uh, it doesn't matter society doesn't want to listen they're either out there with their guns or they're out there with their vaccinations or they're out there with their black lives matter or they're out there with their blue lives matter or they're out there with their asian lives matter whatever life matters like everyone just just sum it all up life L-I-F-E matters, okay? Just, just, society, let's just move forward. You know what? To me, a tree's life matters more than half the humans that are freaking being killed or shot or whatever's going on out there because there's so much corruption in this world that that tree that's been there for 65 years, that's been providing shade and a home to a family of birds is more important than half the freaking crap going on in society, and I'm just so done with it. I would, I, I'm about ready to buy a, bull, a bullhorn and stand in front of Walmart and be like, take the masks off, take them off, take see, them off right now. See, I'm not gonna lie, I'm on Jack's side. Okay, well, yeah, you two I'm go down and do that. I'll sit there and record it. Because, hey. And then when you guys get arrested for hey, trespassing. Hey, because if the American people, if we all just stop doing what they told us to do, they would change their tune. The oh fact, my God. the Jack, fact that it's what so did I easy. just say? I just said if everyone just signed the name and turned in the test without answering a question, the curve would be t- you know changed and everyone would get an A. But that's not going to happen. You cannot get how many freaking people are uh, whatever billion people in freaking America are not all going to all of a sudden agree. Hey, they said that. Hey, they said that about uh, Donald Trump and he became president. And look, what happened? Did he get reelected when they said he was going to? No, because regardless if you think the election was rigged or whatever, that just goes to show you the powers that be, <laughs> pun intended, Trump, everything else. So yeah. you have no say in whatever happens. They should well, they should have they should have been uh, watching that. Yeah, you could say that I'm part of the problem for saying no matter what we say is not going to happen because but it is. It's like Right now, the powers that be are at that level of hierarchy that there's not going to be an overthrown 
of anything anytime soon because nobody has the testicular fortitude to actually go through with it. Uh, Donald Trump is going for it in two, uh, 24. Uh, actually, he's getting all... He, he's Hey, well, Donald Trump's going to have some competition because I already told you, in 2024, C-Corps for president, all right? All right. 2024, our campaign is going to be we all love to come so let's come together and if but, you want to learn how to spell out those words you can do that on your own but donald trump's uh, rallies are coming in a year like less than a year He's okay gonna start- well let's get our let's get our distorted d nation it's the d nation campaign but the thing is it's like it is not hard for everybody i mean this is this i mean we can't even decide on vaccinations or not we can't decide on uh, should we go back to school or not? We can't decide. There's always going to be a Karen out there. There's always going to be some racist piece of garbage out there. There's always going to be somebody that just throws a monkey wrench into the cogs that it's just not going to work. Because, sorry, you can't fix stupid. Let's go back to blue-collar comedy. You can't fix stupid. Okay, there's going to be... Well, we're doomed because we're... we're this. What we are witnessing right now, all this crazy stuff, is another country taking us over, like with co- with complete. And, and when that happens, that's going to trigger the other topic of discussion that was in this. It is it's happening. Funny you're bringing all this up because it's the same topic of discussion. Uh, another who, civil war that's going to happen. No, and, who, no, and and and, and it's going to be the, our government siding with whatever country is going to take us over or whatever, and then the people. China. And, okay, whatever. It's a good thing I already love Chinese food. That's all I got to say. All right? You know, my life, this show, like, only thing I'm going to focus on are things in my daily life that I can actually change and people I can help out within our society, our community, within the airwaves of this show, regardless if we're on the internet or, or wherever. It's, I'm not going to lose my sleep in trying to worry about what could happen in the next 10, 15 years? Well, what because could no matter we, what, we can not own property rights. Okay. Everybody who that, that's not a big deal, huh? Well, when that happens, okay, when we get to that point, I will be standing with you, taking up arms, uh, ready to fight whoever's coming onto this. Be over, on- it's gonna be over at that point because honestly, I'm because- looking at race wars coming too. To be honest, like not a what? even race war, like Lee said, the, like a civil war. Like, with everything going on, I well, see... Well, I mean, Helter yeah. Skelter, I mean, if you want to go back, I mean... Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what the thing that is nobody is paying attention to the fact that China is African-Americans uh, brainwashing them into into uh, being Marxist, being left, communist leftist. Uh, uh, you, you go to any anybody on the street and you go, hey, like... You know, and they're African-American, and you ask them, hey, are you a Marxist? Are you a communist? They're like, hell no. Except these 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 bastards. See, com- I don't I don't want to go too much into this because then it could be slanted. Whatever you say, regardless. If no, but you meant it, just it's going to turn in what into what okay, Isaac's okay, saying. Okay, what he's saying. Okay, there's going to be a race say, war. Okay, whatever. There's it's already the here. If I that's the case, it's or, the the like, the first crazy. battleship has already fired across the bow. Like with all the riots, with everything going on, whatever. Yeah, but that was shot. Black Lives Matter, who is communist. Marxist, leftist, who who influenced all of our American, African Americans, into thinking that it was about uh, 
injustice and and police brutality, but it wasn't. It was a, it was okay. a We're, it was a okay. Enough. Okay, listen. I get what you're saying. There is a lot of evidence that points to that. There's a lot of facts that show things like that. There's also facts that show the people that originally, you know, took on Black Lives Matter as a movement to change the injustice in the society of things because people are being wrongfully shot when there's but no reason for that it... force. I I get what you're saying, Jack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the... <laughs> Take a swig. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I don't want to bring the show into that right now because right now with, with cancel culture, it doesn't matter what you say or exactly. whatever the facts you bring into it. If you say one thing, it could be turned off just like Joe Rogan, switched around, and then freaking we got people coming at us. And I'm not worried about that right this second, but there's a lot more things that I would rather deal with on our plate than the bullcrap that's, like, you know, out everywhere. I don't know. If if there was 80... I mean, we literally got if there was maybe, 100, like... If everybody turned into Joe Rogan, then they'd have a hard time. We got, like, 30 seconds before we got to play music. Do, so... We, <laughs> you said like the bad thing, like everybody, like like you know, like everybody doesn't want to hear some music. I think everybody wants to hear some no, music. No, I out know there. that, but I'm saying like with everything that we got to change in society, it's not going to happen in the next thirty seconds. So let's go ahead and change the tune. Are you sure about that? I mean, if someone set off a nuke right then and right now, that would change everything. Oh yeah, because everyone has a nuke just to set off whenever they want. Well, oh my I god! Mean, yeah. like, Pinky, uh... Ryan, where are you? I need help. Bring the show back to full circle. Anyways. Bite off right. Joe Biden. He'll sell you a nuke. He'll sell you anything you want. All right. You're listening to Distorted Nation. 96.5 FM KUB. Where you can be you. And you can be me. Uh, whatever. What do you mean? What do you mean? The voice of Sacramento. <laughs> Okay, so the conversation off air is, um, where is the soul? Does it exist? Antimatter, black matter, uh, all lives matter, no lives matter. Communist what? lives never mattered. Okay, what were, you, what were you saying, freaking, um, the, okay. that we're a part of, uh, a matter, a dark matter, and when we die, we go back to antimatter? Yes. So there's an anti-life equation. Yeah, there's, there's like a, like Dark Side had it right. I don't know. Was, like okay, so if you go into uh, the Mayan text, right, and uh, you see their uh, quasi-quotal. Um, what's they, Mayans? What's the phone number to text Mayans? I don't I don't have that number. Oh yeah. You, what are we going to text? Uh, I'll forward you the link. But. Text nine one six six nine two nine nine six five for the code word and win. But now, anyway, we'll have some prizes we can give out. That that would that uh. The whole sacrificing uh, people to the gods, that had everything to do with the the um, the gods fed off the vapors of the soul leaving the body, and uh, that's their that's their sense of food. And we wish them into reality or whatever. And when you die, you go into that reality. Become okay. I don't know god food or something. I don't know. See, I kind of get where Jack's coming from because I always had my own little theories too. Like, in my opinion, everyone looks at the Big Bang as being just, you know, scientific. 
I look at it. That was a good show. Yeah. (laughs) I look at it more spiritually. Like, in my opinion, I feel like we will go back to the darkness because no matter what, dark came before light. And, you know, like, who's to say when we die, we don't join, you know, the darkness and that darkness is in turn our paradise yeah and we need we need to get double bass drum pedals and we need to get some seven string guitars and just make a black metal band and just go to the dark just, side just freaking open a portal to another universe why's it got to be black metal all metal matters no no no, no it's got to be black yeah metal. hell no honky we're going black metal <laughs> yeah <We're bloody>. <laughs> um all right all right all right like well, body count. Okay, okay, I wanna I wanna change I wanna change the uh I uh, uh I wanna change the topic real quick. Alright, what about Ice T? Ice T's body <laughs> no, count. Uh uh Stone Cold Steve Austin tied? Wash clothes and cold tide now? No, I'm saying <laughs> talk about Ice T. Ice T, yes, with he's Stone back, Cold Steve Austin. He's back with uh, body count. Oh, I know. Okay. You haven't seen the Tide commercials? Who I cares s- about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Because he, he hasn't even played And music. that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Is no. it? What? No. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was his later end of I career. Seen, I seen a couple of Ice-T's new uh, uh, songs out, and I have to say they're pretty dope, dude. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so... Let me a let lot me, better than the body count stuff from the nineties. Jack, serious moment. Can can can? I, that is serious. I'm gonna say, you know, a stripper did that to me once. I was I was I was a DJ at a strip club and I put on Prince and she's all, "Are you serious?" Because she's like 21 and she wants some Lil Wayne. And I got on the mic. I was all, "I'm dead serious. This is Prince. Now be sexy." <laughs> <laughs> you dance for me right now. And I'm telling you, Ice T has a record and it is bad ass. Okay. Moving on. Uh, already. Okay. okay. Alright. So uh to, to go back to a couple weeks back when I had my mental breakdown kind of thing on the show. Um I, I wanna do this because I can't stress more than enough that you know, because that term you use, the darkness, um, it recently came up in a conversation with a really close friend of mine, and it it's kind of how we, or I described the fact that, you know, that feeling of the depression, the, the loneliness, the sadness, the feeling of unworthiness, or what's wrong with me, or, you know, all the self-questioning, um... I kind of I kind of form that to use as the term as the darkness of what creates your depression, what the trauma or whatever you know. Why did this happen to me? What um, basically everything that gets you to get into that depression state, uh, and I that all just com- just binds together and becomes as I called it the darkness, and that's what we're fighting off when when you're in that depressed state is, is that darkness that that idea that thought of well maybe i should just do something to end it myself and you know it killed me hearing this person talk about their own wanting to disappear and that's why i'm really glad 
that they reached out to me, that they talked to me, and, you know, I'm not saying I was helpful, but I'm hoping I was in our conversation that, you know, when you get to that point, it is okay to reach out. That's the whole, the whole reason that, you know, I, I, I brought it to the show, talked about my own issues and stuff going on, and I'm going to do, next week I think I might do a whole, uh, Main, bigger update and have a whole nother topic of discussion on it because I'm going to let you guys know on air right now and I'm going to let the staff members here know that uh, next week uh, next week will there be a show but the week after um, the midnight of the 21st going into the 22nd uh, there most likely will not be a show because I'm kind of predicting my own breakdown day because on the 21st it'll actually mark one year that my mom passed away and I'm going to be with family and have some stuff going on so I will not be able there will not be a show that night um, we'll have a bunch of music queued up and played um, maybe we'll get together and just have some random quotes or something we record and just play those throughout the songs or something something fun but um i will not be able to do a show that night um but back to what i was saying the whole point of everything is to reach out because when you get to that depression state and you want to take your own life or do something really really horrific to yourself because you're looking just to feel something other than the the sadness or whatever reach out and ask for help is the, is the main point I want to get across. And I'm really hoping that people listen to this and they reach out. And they and if people know that somebody else that has had tendencies to want to hurt themselves or have had attempts to do worse things, that they um, just ask, hey, how you doing? Want to go to the gun range? Want to go do something? <laughs> You no. Want, <laughs> you, you want some shrooms, buddy? No. No, um, but speaking of this situation, uh, actually the last time I was going to talk about it, when I was in school, um, shout out but not shout out Valley High because screw you guys, but um, <clears throat> I was at this uh, you know, school for a while when I came out here first to SAC, and I made a friend um, who I actually didn't know was friends with someone I was in ROTC with and later on about maybe three or four months in the school year it was pretty early in the school year he had committed suicide and it was it was pretty crazy like like for me like I notice as a person like when I truly bond with somebody or like when I get friendly with people I connect with you very quickly like I'm not, I'm not the type to always. Be yeah, I know he followed me into the bathroom right away. You're hella tripping, <laughs> but uh, um, no, he he was really cool. Uh, he was a really cool kid. Uh, he was in my math class. We would talk a little bit. Um, one time when I was feeling down, he was there for me. But like, I would talk to him a couple times. He'd be a little on the downside but once he came around the time where he had committed suicide it was just a crazy week like 
some people were not showing up to class because you know they knew him and then when you go walk into class and you look at that desk of a person that you know you're not going to see anymore that hits and that's what happened to me i walked in i didn't i didn't see him and it's just like you know that disparity it it's crazy because i didn't know him as well as my other friend did and then you know it cuts into you and it's like could that have been me or can i be stronger than that and then once you get in that mentality then it does bring you to even more even more thoughts it's like man like someone my age like can go like that and it'd be so quick that none of us would have a chance to really talk to them and know what was going on even if you could kind of tell that person was down the whole week or whole year it's just like you can never truly tell a person's pain unless it's shown with actions or with like you know Words. Unless you ask, yeah. Unless, unless you, you ask. unless you reach unless out, we, unless yeah. they're willing to open up, and you know, everyone processes things differently. All right, you know, if something triggers you in the way of something that traumatically happened to you, you spilt the milk, but you know, it's just oh, you just spilt the milk. Well, what if somebody? mom was walking out of the grocery store and got hit by a drive-by bullet went through the milk and the milk falls down and the kids saw the whole thing so whenever you see spilled milk it triggers it like there's things that people just react differently to and nobody knows exactly oh why the hell are you just crying over spilled milk or just crying because you stepped on a nail um (laughs) see no when you bring up that that kind of makes me think of something else because when i went on a disney cruise after my dad passed away I didn't get to see Endgame. So in the Disney Cruise, I seen they were playing Endgame, Aladdin, you know, all the new movies that year. And it was messed up because when it came around the time, you know, you you seen Endgame, right? Just so yes. Every, uh, so when Tony Tony Stark dies and it has... Spoilers! Oh my God, like no one's seen Endgame now. But uh, anyways, when, you know, when it's his funeral and the little girl is talking about how she's going to miss daddy, I'm like, that hit. And I started crying, and then, you know, some kid in the back, he's going to go, look, he's crying, blah, blah, blah. And they start laughing. And I'm not going to lie, yeah, I turned around, and I gave them a dirty-ass look, and I'm like... Hey, it, you know, honestly, that's the thing. I'll admit it right now. That is one thing that I do more often than I've ever done in my life right now is, is cry. Um, like, honestly, I'll be watching whatever the hell is on. Yeah. Old Yeller. I'll probably start losing it. Like, my emotions have never been more upfront into my psyche and what, you know, I'm in touch with, with mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> in touch with myself a lot every morning. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, that, honestly, the littlest things, like, if I find it touching or emotional or whatever, you know, with the losses that I've had in my life and yeah. all the stuff I've been going through, which we talked about before, uh, yeah, I'll start crying. And you know what? Yeah. There's a lot of people I actually know. Okay, maybe not all of them that I know personally, but some in celebrities or even friends that I'd heard or whatever. Once you have something so traumatic happen to you and you become that in touch with your emotions, it doesn't matter. It could be the smallest thing. 
Yeah. You, you'll just start breaking down. Even and if you're going to sit there and criticize somebody because they're having a moment on whatever the fact that triggered them, yep. you know what? You can go blank yourself. Okay? Like, the fact is, is that person actually is more, if it's a man, even stronger of a man than you are because, because they're you, now, they're yeah. they're willing to show their true emotions true, yeah. and wear it on their sleeve and not freaking try to hide and duck into a bathroom. Like, don't, I'll admit it, at this job, our work, we do demolition. I've been on job sites where we're cranking out country music or something, and one of those songs comes on, yeah, and it was, it was a few weeks, it was a month, it was a year even, almost. You know, to this day, I've listened to songs, I've ducked into back rooms where no one's demoing something at the moment, and I just started crying. And I just hid back there because I didn't want anyone else on the job site to see me. I'll happily admit that. I have no problem telling people like i'm you want to call me damaged you want to call me uh broken whatever like that's your prerogative like to me this is what i'm going through and i'm trying to figure it out on my own and i'm trying to figure it out the best way that i can and if you can't handle that then blank you i don't need you in my life yep. you know and yeah so uh, i forget where i was going with that but anyways <sighs> Oh, uh, you want to talk about some real stuff also, real quick? Want to talk about what happened to you with with with? Because you're in the industry now, you work with me at the same company. Oh and, yeah. And well. and and uh, we're probably not even supposed to talk about this, but it's a true story. So blanket, who cares? Um, he uh, stepped on a nail, right? Yeah. And it went straight through his foot, and you know he had to you know go to the ER or whatever. You went to the ER, right? Yeah, no, I had to. I went to urgent care because. Okay, that was that the one that the company told you to go to. No, no, because at first none of the consensuals were open. So okay, I so you to, just went to urgent care, anyways. Yeah, I just went to urgent care. Some real note stuff, Jack. Our boss told him to tell him, or told him to tell the urgent care that it, it didn't, didn't happen, happen on the work. job site. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. heard that. <laughs> like, like seriously, like how messed up is that, brah? Like call Curtis. Let's get somebody on the mic right now. Let's let's phone yeah. line nine one six nine two nine nine six five. Freaking call in if you're you know a labor lawyer or something. Like this is some messed up bullcrap. Yeah. Well, let's let's, your, even, let's whoa, 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 whoa. But yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we got a strobe light in Mars here. Code. Oh yeah. The, spirit light, the spirits are calling. Like all this talk about death and stuff, you know. And you with know, Bel- Hey, hey, hey. Did, would you guys be freaked out right now if I told you my mom's actually in this studio right now? Well, that's good. This is this. <laughs> you know, like, no Blake joke. Wants- There's a box over here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, all right, we're going to jump into some music. God, I keep saying jump. Might as well jump. 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 Go ahead, jump. Jump. Uh, yeah, okay, so the lights in the studio are literally flickering right now. Um, I think the out, I think the bulb just needs to be screwed on tighter, maybe? Uh, but we're gonna go into some music, and, uh, nope, maybe the bulb's just going out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wanna push that, that button on that one over there? And then, uh, we'll get that light back on. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, blank you, spirit. We got real light now. We're more powerful than you. We can turn on another one. Awesome. Woo! 
Anyways, all right, we're going to play some music, uh, play some more music for you this evening, and we'll talk about some other stuff and more stories and junk later. Anyways, uh, you're listening to Distorted Nation. 96.5 FM. K-U-B-U. Where you can be you. And Joe Biden, F you. Okay, <laughs> the voice of Sacramento. No affiliation to Jack. 